Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia. Bills fans have been talking for years. Why don't the Chiefs ever have to come to Buffalo to play? Well, now they do. They have to come to Buffalo at Highmark Stadium. This is what you've asked for. This is your opportunity to shine, Bill Bob. Yet I have a feeling that place is going to be rocky. Well, they're the reigning Super Bowl world champs. Um, they're a phenomenal football team with a phenomenal coach and a phenomenal quarterback and some phenomenal players. Bills Mafia, you have to have this game. You cannot lose this game. You cannot lose to KC again. Mike Danger. A lot of injuries for the Buffalo Bills yep. here to kind of overcome Gene Battaglia. The Bills will go as far as 17 goes, and ultimately, it really is can 17 play to his best ability. Yep. This week is going to be a much more difficult test where the Chiefs, their defense, as we know, are very, very stout. No game tonight. Sabres and Hawks postponed until 7 p.m. Thursday evening. Amherst Hockey, tonight at 7. We're going to need a really strong competitive effort across the board tonight give ourselves a good chance to win. 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome on into the Sports Bar. Danger and Bataglia. Glad you're with us. Listening along at 95.7 FM, AM 950, and The Fan, Rochester, and the free-to-download Odyssey app. Also, our video stream. We're up at The Fan, Rochester on YouTube and on Twitch. I am Mike Danger. That is Gene Bataglia. I had a disappointing experience last night when you're a fan of something and you really love something and then you kind of don't have your expectations met. So yesterday, by the way, thank you yesterday. Thanks to Ryan. He was great from what I heard yesterday. Ryan from the Let's Go Duffalo podcast. Like like the sports bar, the whole concept of the sports bar is like, yeah, yeah, it's me and you, but we want more people to come in, meaning we're going to have a big show Friday and everything. So it's good to have Ryan in. Um, well, I was out in Utica last night calling Fisher in Utica. And Stop it, bragging, Gene. It was, I know, it was, <laughs> listen, it was a fun game. I love doing that. Fisher basketball is exciting. But now comes the drive home. And all right, so like when we get to our age danger, like eating late at night, not really a good thing, but. Don't know to, what you mean. I do it all the time. I know. I'm. <laughs> Is that not good? It's not good to have a, a, a giant plate of nachos at ten thirty at night while you're nope. while you're watching your bets roll in uh, and the, nope. the West Coast games get going. No, not a good thing. Nope. So mm-hmm. it's a you know it's a single digit night driving back, and I didn't eat dinner, so I'm like, all right, I guess I'm gonna pull. Oh, there it is. New throughway stop somewhere between Utica and Syracuse. The Chick Fil A. Oh, Chick Fil A throughway stop. Get out. I, I, I didn't go drive through. I walked in. Wow. What time of night are we talking? 1030 at night. Ooh. 1030 at night. All right. And I didn't know we could come across did, one of these employees. Did, do they do they check your shame at the door as you're walking in? Well, I, the thing is, I, 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 I want to be upset, but I felt sorry for they this should woman. should be like, sir, this is not a good idea. You should just turn around and get back in your car. Have I, you no shame? I place my order, right? Uh-huh. And then the woman, like, says, what's your name? And I look around, like, I'm the only one here. Like, so you really need to know my name for the order? You don't need to come out. I'm the only one here. It's the dead of winter. I'm like, man, my name is Jean. I just left it at that. Well, that must have rubbed her the wrong way because now it's time, and I'm paying with good old-fashioned cash. Of course. Pay the cash. Yeah. Here's the change. I say, thank you. And they're all trained to say this, but it, sometimes it's not what you say, but the inflection. 
My pleasure. Says it back that way to me. Where wow. like I'm like, whoa. So okay, a little, little passive aggressive. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there, this is a generational thing that's going on. I don't know the age of this person, but like I I hear it now with uh, Gen Z. Gen Zers, mm-hmm. when they say thank you, it's almost like dismissive. Like, thank you. Like, no, it's oh, not. So re- maybe she wasn't it's being n- rude. It's not a genuine thank you. It's almost like a dismissive thank you. It's And it comes with that that raspy vocal fry. Thank you. Okay. So maybe maybe that was it. I'm misreading this. Maybe. maybe but Younger? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would say early 20s. But my takeaway is, hey, <laughs> I don't want to be here. I want to be home. And I know you want to be home too. Gene, okay? you, you wanted to be at that Chick-fil-A on the throughway at 1030 at no. night. That's a, that's a score. That's a, that's a, that is an oasis at the end of the desert, my friend. I mean, you, you worked your ass off. You drove <laughs> down to Utica. You did the, the Lord's work, calling St. John Fisher basketball. And then, and then you see it, you see it with and it, the seas part. And there it is. The Chick-fil-A throughway stop. You got to make that you, stop. You can't like, dude, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to do it the right way. You can't use food as a reward. I was almost like, I'm really tired and I'm actually hungry. I haven't eaten all day. Maybe this is a good idea. <clears throat> Again, you're not supposed to do that. I use food as a reward all the time. Is that bad? Is that something you're not supposed to do? I'm only motivated motivated by food. Like, oh, we're going to go out to watch the game? Where are we going? Because I want to eat. What are we doing? When you were doing the draft show, and he was like, wow, great show. I'm going to Tahoe's after. Yeah. You, Absolutely. Yeah. Got, got a plate. That was my reward. I'm like, yeah. actually, I think that was more me eating my feelings because I, I can't remember what the Bears did that year, but I I didn't approve. It was the year before Justin Fields, but yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's uh, that might not have been... Uh, her like genuine feeling towards you. I just have noticed that a lot. I notice it with my kids. Like, th- thank you, thank you. It's almost a dismissive. Listen for it when you hear it. Yeah. It's hard not to like. Thank you. Huh? But is, the, is that the, a genuine yeah. thank you, or are you just kind of dismissing? And and goodbye is another one. Yeah. Bye. I, that, I hear that from my girls all the time. Bye. And it's not like a bye. Uh, I'll miss you. It's just a bye. See, I'm out of here. Bye. Just gone. I'm like, eh. all right. Well, I'm getting older. They're young. They're living their life. But is it a gen- now? Now I'm thinking that's not really genuine because they've just been trained that way to say my pleasure. Who talks that way? Like people that are uh, of an old, old like you know, it's like my my you know like hey thanks you're welcome like ninety nine percent of us would say you're welcome my pleasure my pleasure. Uh, my pleasure with the vocal fry. Ugh. Boy, you nailed that yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have the vocal fry. That's that. That needs to stop by the way. New rule. Can we, can we end the vocal fry? The explain vocal fry. I only talk like this. I've learned how to talk by watching a lot of reality TV. The thing I've noticed about the younger generation is that sometimes their inflection oh, yeah, kind of goes one. up? Yep. And that your things everything that you is like, a question. Yeah, why is that? <laughs> everything is a question. Is like, <laughs> well, Gene, you had your perils. Uh, I had mine. I woke up this morning, and the second I put this on, I knew my day was ruined. Yeah, if for folks watching on YouTube or Twitch, that's a nice sweater. This was a birthday gift. It got sent to me in the mail. I didn't know who it came from. I found out after the fact it was some friends from LA that sent me this. They're like, hey, happy birthday. Sorry wow. it's a day late. Oh my goodness. I was going to give credit to your girls on that. That is that is sweet. So that, is that an actual throwback or is it a mock? It's or what just is it? a sweatshirt, man. It's yeah. just a sweatshirt with the, the best logo in all of sports plastered right on front of it and i was ready i was ready to go to key bank and watch the blackhawks and the second i put this on i looked at the weather forecast i'm like they're gonna move that game well i was actually kind of concerned because i thought they were gonna play the blackhawks are actually in town they're here which means they were playing last night that late game last night yeah so they got into town okay so for television they still could have put this out with nobody in the arena and just said game on then we get the got to get the team out of there 
or anybody that wants to come down and wants to walk down. And I was going to be, I'm thinking, oh no, I've got to have a danger intervention saying, you know, buddy, it's, <laughs> I don't want to get you stuck in Buffalo. I'm glad they postponed. Yeah. I don't know if the weather's going to be that much better tomorrow. I mean, Buffalo is just getting hammered. And from what I can tell, this band that's over Buffalo right now isn't really moving. It's just kind of hanging out there through tomorrow as well. So for the game tomorrow at seven, like I still want to go. Uh, I still want to bring my kid. And all I'm thinking to myself is what kind of an S show am I driving into if I go to Buffalo tomorrow evening? Will it be managed or will it still be all over the place? Here's a tip. Um, and I don't know if this will be true for your, but uh, I heard from a reliable source. That there was some of those garages. There's one where you're driving is Washington. It was like free parking on Monday. Because like, just like the Bills games, those satellite lots yeah. or the Sabres, like I always park underneath the expressway because it's easy in out when you go under the 190. Yeah. yeah, I ain't plowed out. So that's the other challenge there. The, the, you, you, well, you I've, got, the I've got the parking pass, so I'll be oh, in the, I'll be in the garage. Right. I'll be set okay. with that. But yeah, the traffic and everything around there and seeing some of the drifts that are as high as eight. They're like street sign level at this point with, with some of the plowing and, and some of the snow that's, that's come up. So uh, they're continuing to manage through their lake effect snowstorm, not just the one that hit them last week, but now this new new band that's hitting them right now. And how does it impact the Buffalo Bills through the course of this week? Well, they were able to practice today. That's great because as of yesterday, we didn't really know and, and they're preparing for every scenario, uh, but the players got in and they were able to get a practice in. We did hear from Sean McDermott. We do have an injury report. Uh, we have all of that to get to and more this afternoon here as we prepare for the divisional round uh, on Sunday night, Kansas city coming in. And because it's a Kansas city week, Jay Binkley from 610 Sports in Kansas City will be joining us in the 4 o'clock hour. Yeah, so we'll talk to Bink. We'll hear from him. He will lay out his reasons why the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, and Patrick Mahomes and everything else that will come in. And, oh, Gene, he's always texting me these fun facts. He's got to be the- nervous about this game. He's got to be. You know who we're talking to, right? I know, but you can't. You can't- Look, I don't feel great about Buffalo's injury situation. I love that they're on this streak. Um, I don't love that they're that even when they're winning games, there's kind of inconsistencies within the game that make you wonder, like, what are they doing? Um, you know, letting Pittsburgh back in the game when you had a dominating league, like not putting them away, little things oh, like that well, drive me nuts. You, you know, dude, I I'm looking at the. I actually felt sorry because I'm like, you're down to your fifth and sixth linebackers. Pittsburgh should have climbed back into the game. So it was one of those where right before you got nervous. Bill's offense kind of answered. Well, you're not dealing with uh, Mason Rudolph at quarterback and some slappies, uh, you know, uh, elsewhere on the. You're dealing with the Kansas City Chiefs, who, yes, their skill people aren't as great, but you still have three guys that I think could be problematic and can win the game on their own. Besides Patrick Holmes, Kelsey Rice, Pacheco, those three are a problem for Buffalo. We'll uh, talk more about today's practice sesh with Alex Brasky. Walkthrough. Uh, walkthrough, yeah. yeah the, the Bills Digest and Batavia Daily News. Alex Brasky uh, will be joining us here uh, in about 15, yeah, 10, 15 minutes or so here in the sports bar. You're welcome to join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line at 866-4-FAN, 585-866-4326. And we should also mention that we are on Elon's Twitter. That's X. At the Fan Rochester, where our regulars are already chiming in. Brian from East Hilton. Two boomers complaining about younger generation. A tradition like no other. Brian, <laughs> stop it. I am not a boomer. I'm Gen X. Gene, are you you're right on the, on the fridge or are no, you Gen X? No, dude, I'm X. Why did I, no, 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 no. Don't paint me as... And look, all of a sudden, boomers become this. Oh, like, it's you know, synonymous like, with terrible. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah no, 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 Brian. Come on. Brian, dude, listen. Everybody's Brian, in, I know Brian. Brian, we're only in fact you and Danger are virtually the same age. So Brian, everybody's invited to three heads except for you. We don't want you calling us boomers showing up to three heads uh for Friday Football Talk Live, which by the way, we will be there again this Friday. Another live show. Everybody's invited except for Brian. 
Uh, I don't know how that's a boomer story when you encounter the. It's like going to Disney and if no, you encountered I, a. I'm I'm complaining about the the to, we're complaining about the tone of the younger generation the the vocal fry the thank you. I wouldn't have had a problem with it, but I've heard this about Disney where if they say have a Disney day, that's the code for them saying f you. <laughs> so that's a special way. If you say in front of anybody, you can go look that up. Um, I felt like I got that last night from this you think restaurant. They have a code. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they a had code. a code like you know, like if you say my pleasure, but you just draw it out. Like, no, I'm sure that's not the way that this particular chain trained you. Yeah, um, <laughs> could have been worse, Gino. I mean, like, you know, you you were eating last night on your way home from Utica, and as you were getting your your spicy chicken, she could have said. Uh, sir, see you next Tuesday. Or some right, it was Tuesday night. <laughs> How did you know I got spicy chicken? Because that's the move. Yeah, it's that's totally the move. It's, it's the I'm not play. gonna. I'm not gonna go as far as milkshake, but spicy chicken is the move. That decision was taken from me on the milkshake by the time of day. Uh, you know, like they don't keep that milkshake open. No, not no. at 1030 Hate on a Tuesday it. night. Hate no. to see it. Nope. Uh, nothing better than uh, talking football along with some unbelievable beer from Three Heads and food from Good Smoke Barbecue. It'll be Gino and I live Friday from Three Heads Brewing on Atlantic Avenue. That's three until six. The sports bar taking the show on the road for Friday Football Talk Live, the playoff edition. All your Bills and Chiefs game day coverage. Great beer, delicious barbecue from Good Smoke. And as one of our other regulars on Twitter, Chris from South Central Kentucky points out, uh, the Bills are undefeated when we host a Friday Football Talk Live. Okay, let me think this through. We did the Raider game blowout. Sorry, Andre Fontenat. He knew that was coming too. We did the Giants game. Okay, that's a win. We did the Jets game. Win. Mm -hmm. And then we did the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Chiefs part one. Yep. Back in December. Yep. All right. There you go. What other thing? You want some more sports? You're kind of thinking about this. All right. So this is crazy, this amount of primetime games. I love myself Sunday and one. We're getting away from that just in general. I'll have more than that, and I'll drink to that. But this will be the eighth primetime game for the Buffalo Bills this year, 6.30 Sunday night. That is primetime. Well, next week, the AFC Championship game, say the Bills are in it, that's 3 o'clock. Okay, they rotate it. The Bills will be first up. Okay, I like that, 3 o'clock. What would be the ninth primetime game? The Super Bowl. What significance does that hold, Mike Danger? Nine times. I mean, Nine primetime games? I be, you believe in numerology, folks? The sports bar karma is real. Okay. That's that's as far as we're going to. And dare I say, was there a Friday football talk live where the Bills lost? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to rack my brain ever. Have we ever done a Friday football talk live? We did a playoff Friday football talk, talk live last year. Did we not? Was it before Cincinnati or was it before Miami? It was before Miami, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And so, therefore, I, I think Chris is actually dating this back to our very first Friday live show from Three Heads. And I don't think the Bills have lost when we've done that show live. I'm, I, we, we might have to check, check our records on okay. that. But I'm pretty sure Chris is accurate in saying that the Bills, as long as Gino and I are drinking Three Heads on a Friday afternoon, doing our show live from Three Heads, the Bills can't lose, don't lose, won't lose. Undefeated. And if they make it to the Super Bowl, their ninth primetime game? Nine times. It's all setting up too perfectly in the sports bar. The karma is real. This has the feel, right? I'm listening to Brownie, and he's talking about vanquishing the Chiefs, which is kind of silly because the Bills have won in Arrowhead each of the last three regular seasons, but not when it mattered the most. And if you had to write the story of how the Buffalo Bills were going to get it done and finally cross the finish line, well, would it feel less complete if you didn't have the Chiefs somewhere standing in your path along the way? Need to happen. Yeah. 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 It, it, yeah. It's the right way. It's the way it should be. It's lining up perfectly. Um, and even if you have to go, if you beat the Chiefs, you have to go to Baltimore. If, if Baltimore were to win on, on uh, Saturday, that's fine. You've beaten Baltimore too. Like it's, it's not going to get any easier. Even if Houston wins, like, and you're hosting Houston, I don't feel great about that matchup for them. It's like, these are all going to be tough. They're all going to be tightly contested. And it's not like the Bills are going in playing their best football because they're playing well and they're winning games, but they're not like their best football 
was the Dallas game. And they kind of regressed a little bit from that. At times, they look unstoppable. And other times, they look incompetent. I think the offense this past week against the Steelers, what what more could you have asked for? Sure, Josh missed a few passes. You didn't turn it over. No turnovers is key. You you you, you stalled out twice. And now, now, special teams, aha, mm-hmm. all right. Two missed field goals, one blocked, and then I don't know what that. Uh, the news from today, Matt Hawk is your new punter for the Buffalo. Well, not yet officially. He's on the practice squad, but this will allow uh, the Bills to elevate him um, if – Martin can't go. And because this is the rule in the NFL, when you get hurt, you can't get cut. So, or you're going to, I don't know if you're going to put Sam Martin on IR. Well, if you do, you're effectively ending a season. So, so yeah, that's why Leonard Fournette, hey, Leonard, uh, sorry, like we're going to have to let you go. Wouldn't surprise me once Martin gets healthy. All right. Thank you, Matt Hawk. Uh, here you go. And then you bring back Fournette to the practice squad. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. Is Martin going to miss? He was kicking on Monday. I mean, he was punting as recently as Monday. Uh, I'm sorry, as recently as yesterday, I should say. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what that injury looks like for uh, for Martin, who, you know, it was a walkthrough today. And Martin is one of several Bills players who had a DNP next to his next to his name. Uh, you still don't have Rap or Spectre. Spectre uh, out with his back. Uh, Von Miller getting a day is a uh, day of veterans rest. Always Same on Leonard, the, yeah, Leonard always on Wednesday. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Gabe Davis, Terrell Bernard, Christian Benford, all did not participate. You had a limited session for Tyrell Dodson, Rasul Douglas as well. This again, a walkthrough practice. So this is the estimated injury report, right? Yeah, this is. Uh, we are at peak you don't need to know it's almost like the bills have morphed into the patriots i have to laugh every time that mcdermott post game is asked about the injuries uh i i I don't know i gotta talk to nate i don't really really you don't know it's always the yeah no you do know and and look we're on a need to know basis and we don't need to know according to buffalo bills and i think we should just be fine with that i think this is the instance where there is a little bit of a competitive advantage who are you targeting here? That's well, the Chiefs. You you go after the winkest link. Well, is that going to be corner two? Is it going to be middle linebacker? Could it be the player that fills in for Taron? Jo- we don't know who's available and who's not. We can kind of take a guess, but um, you, you don't want to give the Chiefs any advance warning here. Let's get to Alex Brasky covering the Buffalo Bills for the Batavia Daily News, also Bills Digest. We'll get the latest from Brasky and from Orchard Park next in the Sports Bar. You can join us by calling 866-4-FAN, 866-4326. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Wednesday injury report is out for the Buffalo Bills, who did get their walkthrough in today. Not on the field, Christian Benford, Terrell Bernard, Gabe Davis, Sam Martin, and Balin Spector. Josh Allen on the Kansas City defense. They do a good job with their, their rush patterns um, in their games within their D-line. So, again, it's something that we've got to work on, and we got to make sure that we're prepared to handle what they can throw at us. But, you know, it's a, it's a really, really good group. And then you throw that in with the back end that they got. It's a pretty special defense, so we're going to have our hands full. Matt Hawk today, the punter, formerly in Buffalo. He's back. He's signed to the practice squad today. Alex Brasky, Batavia Daily News and Bill's Digest coming up next year in the Sports Bar. Tonight's Buffalo Sabre game has been postponed due to the snow in Buffalo. Sabres in Chicago has been moved to tomorrow night. Got Amherst Hockey tonight. Lehigh Valley, the opponent. Gene Battaglin, the sports leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan Rochester. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. It has. Um, you know, it's you know just uh, credit to Andy, credit to Brett Beach, their general manager. They they're never short on on talent. Um, you know, it seems like a player leaves, and I think you can catch your breath a little bit. And here they bring in some some new players that. Um, do some very valuable things for them in the running back position, as you mentioned, number one. And, um, you know, it seems like they're never short on pass rushers. And that's some of what I grew up around and, and, and that, that approach in Philadelphia under Andy. And, and, um, and so, you know, he's, he's always going to have a, uh, a well, a, a well-stocked 
uh, team, and uh, they're going to have players at those valuable positions like you mentioned. It's Buffalo Bills head coach Sean McDermott on defensive game planning against the Kansas City Chiefs in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We welcome in Alex Brasky with the TV Daily News and Bills Digest. And Alex, you covering the team and everybody covering the team. It's been a, a frenetic and, and kind of crazy last few days. Uh, how are you holding up and how was today's session? Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Holding up fairly well. I'm currently en route back to Batavia from today's practice, traveling behind two snowplows doing yeoman's work in front of me right now, clearing the path for plenty of us on the highway. But today's practice, a walkthrough, plenty of injury updates to be had. I'm sure you've reviewed them already. I didn't have a chance to listen to you leading in, but the Bills are not that healthy. The Chiefs are very healthy, so it should be interesting what we see come Sunday night. So, Alex, I mean, you look at all these injuries, and which one is the most difficult to kind of replace? I mean, yes, the Bills got a really nice effort out of A.J. Klein, but, but would that be the answer to Rel Bernard? No doubt. Just what he's done for this team this season, filling in for Tremaine Edmonds, who departed in free agency, went to Chicago, and there was plenty of questions raised by the media and fans alike, whether or not Bernard would be able to fill that role. And he's not only filled it seamlessly, I think he's been an improvement at that position, creating splash plays and the communication at the line of scrimmage has just been flawless from him this year. So really stepping into that role has been a boon for the Bills in terms of Bernard's production this year and not having him potentially this week against the Chiefs, a team with a top-tier quarterback and a fantastic tight end and Travis Kelsey. It certainly hurts to be missing your top linebacker now with Matt Milano out for the season. Alex, what about at corner? Uh, we didn't have Razul Douglas uh, against uh, against uh, Pittsburgh on uh, Monday. Uh, we, we haven't had him for a couple of weeks, actually, and I'm wondering uh, what they might do here with Benford being out as well. Kyrie Elam kind of redeems himself with that end zone pick, but prior to that play, yeah, we were all kind of scratching our head like wondering, oh boy, how much of a liability is this going to be? How do you see Sean McDermott managing that position on defense? Yeah, certainly Razul Douglas, a big loss last week, but Dane Jackson and then Kyer Elam stepping in made that loss relatively null and void against the Steelers. Elam with the pass interference call and got ran over by the Steelers' tight end, but like you said, that interception. He'll have plenty of opportunity if he gets another chance because I imagine Patrick Mahomes will attack Elam. He hasn't been on the field much this season, and that's typically what opposing teams like to do with a player that hasn't seen regular playing time, really like to go after him. And I think we saw that, especially early on against the Steelers. But I would expect Rezul Douglas to be back this week. He said that he was well enough to play this past week, and the Bills just decided to keep him out. But with Christian Benford, I I would skew towards maybe more of a Rezul Douglas situation from this past week, maybe give Benford a little bit of time to, to recuperate from that. And their confidence in Dane Jackson in that position may allow them to leave Benford on the mend here. But as, with that being said, you need hands, all hands on deck going up against the defending Super Bowl champs in your own place. Yeah, on the other side, and this really didn't show up, and the offense puts up 31 points, and it should have been more. Um, but not having Gabe Davis last week, any kind of context, uh, again, he did not practice again today. Now, that doesn't mean anything today. It was a walkthrough again today. But, but Alex, um, I think the Bills did okay without Gabe Davis. Your thoughts on uh, you know what that would mean if uh, they do get him back this week? Yeah, we've seen Gabe Davis have big games against the Chiefs before. So, certainly a player of his caliber, a loss, no matter how you look at it. He has not had the year that many Bills fans were hoping for in that number two receiver role, but his ability in blocking along the outside is invaluable and also receiving the football. He's an adequate target. He's a sizable target, and missing that in your offense is certainly going to be a loss if he's unable to play. And last week you heard Stephon Diggs kind of give it away during the week that Davis would be out this past Sunday, which turned into Monday, saying that they were trying to play for him until he was able to get back. And then Josh Allen was asked about Gabe Davis today during his press conference and was very short with his response and, and very bland in his response. So I would not be confident in Gabe Davis getting back out there this week. Uh, but 
then again, a couple of days of practice left to see what happens with that. But reading through the tea leaves and reading between the lines here, I don't think we're going to see Davis this week. It's going to be tough for the Buffalo Bills to contain Kansas City's offense. It's always a challenge when you have Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback. I'm concerned about what Isaiah Pacheco could do in the run game against the Bills. Uh, put me at ease a little bit here, Alex, because we know that with Daquan Jones and, and Ed Oliver in the middle of there, that it's gotten a little bit better here for the Bills in, in the in the you know run defense. Um, you have any concerns uh, about Pacheco coming in uh, Sunday night? Maybe concern isn't the right word uh, for, for for me anyway. Just just uh, in terms of my analysis there, but Pacheco was not on the field for the Chiefs in the first matchup between these two teams this year. He was on the injury report, was unable to play, so he will be on the field this week. That'll bring an add an element to the Chiefs' offense as we've seen develop over the course of the past several weeks. Really relying on that running game to help supplement the passing game that really hasn't been at the level we've seen the Chiefs produce. So I'm not sure if Isaiah Pacheco really strikes fear in me the way a, I don't know, a Derrick Henry or somebody of that caliber does, but he certainly brings an added element to this unit that they didn't have the first time around. And I asked Sean McDermott about Pacheco's contributions during today's press conference, and certainly the Bills have a lot of respect for his game and what he's been able to contribute, as I said, over the past several weeks. And it's just a lot of fun watching him play. He plays like his hair's on fire, and really he plays like he's running on hot coals. I'm sure you've seen the videos on social media running like a cartoon character at times. But he's a hard runner and, like I said, an added element to that offense. But the Bills run defense with Daquan Jones back and, and with that Oliver having quite the season, looking to, to stop the, uh, the Chiefs running game as it's been able to pick up the pace here. But a quick note on the Bills' defensive line, not only – out up front on the football field. Also, a little bit of talent on the hardwood as well. Saw a few of them putting some shots up in the yeah. field house after Bills practice today. Daquan Jones, I think, knocked down like three in a row. Dude is a bucket. Mm. I'm surprised, actually, Alex, because I, I heard this about Jim Kelly uh, years ago that in his contract, uh, no skiing. You know, like, no, like I, I mean, those you're playing hoop. Honestly, like, I mean, there's not, like hoop players blow out their knees, too. Uh, I, I'm pleasantly surprised that, uh, you know, those guys had a little fun today uh, shooting the ball around. Um, question for you, Alex. Is yeah, the, they, they, they they weren't out there playing hustle twenty one. That's for sure. It's ah. more stationary jump shooting. Okay, that, that fair enough. Um, once one thing in Buffalo's favor for this game, it certainly is the setting, and it's not too often that uh, the page guts gets turned as quickly as it did uh, following the win over the Steelers. Uh, Alex, I was kind of in the media scrum with Ed Oliver, uh, and, and he's. He's joking about, you know, how great it is to get them going here. He knows the locker room. He knows Arrowhead. It's Arrowhead was like a home to him. Um, this is fun for the fans, but just kind of from what you gather, talking to the players and whatnot, how much are the players of, of the Buffalo Bills actually looking forward to having a different setting this week? Yeah, I certainly think they're looking forward to it. To have a big game like this in the playoffs at home, a team that you've played in the postseason and has had your number in the playoffs, and to get them in your friendly confines, in front of your home fans, certainly an advantage. No matter how much weight you want to put on that advantage, it's an advantage nonetheless. You get to sleep in your own bed. You get to walk into a a, a familiar locker room, familiar commute to the stadium, so on and so forth. And during his press conference today, I asked, uh, Mitch Morris about that impact and, and, and how getting the Chiefs at home may change things for the Bills this time around and how much more comfortable they may feel. And he, he brought up a good point. The Bills have had to use their silent cadence come playoff time when they played the Chiefs the past few years in that raucous environment in Arrowhead Stadium. Excuse me. And Mitch Morris brought that up as a factor for the Chiefs this week that will be a little bit different for them walking into Highmark Stadium with Bill's Mafia in full throat. We know how loud it can get inside that stadium, and I think that will be a factor more than anything. The weather seemingly having passed its way by by that point, I think the, the energy brought by Bill's Mafia and perhaps having an impact that way 
may be able to play a role in the game this weekend. Yeah, and Alex, I, I know you're going to hear both coaches talk about physicality, and we certainly knew that going into the game against Pittsburgh, you wanted to kind of out-physical the Steelers, knowing that that's the brand of football they're going to want to play. I mean, that to me feels like, again, you brought up Morris, in the trenches, if these guys can out-physical the Kansas City Chiefs at home, I don't see any reason why the Bills offense can't just have their way against Kansas City's defense. Yeah, the way that Josh Allen has been playing recently, and I, I think this past week was one of his best games of the season. A clean game in terms of the turnovers, the big 52-yard run also on point in the passing game, getting his tight ends and Khalil Shakir involved. And the Bills' offensive line, you mentioned the physicality. They have been able to dominate the line of scrimmage more often than not this season. There were a, a few slip-ups here and there against the Steelers, but that's a talented defensive line with a lot of talented players on it, and you're going up against another talented player this week in Chris Jones, so a lot to contend with there. But if the Bills' offensive line can continue along that trend that they've been building throughout the course of the season, and Josh Allen can continue to play the way that he has over the past several weeks, I give the Bills a leg up in this one, particularly with the way, like I said, their offense is playing at this time. Now, I'm going to take it in a different direction here, Alex. Alex Brasky, Batavia Daily News, Bills Digest, because a lot of positivity, right? Well, let's just kind of go to the law of averages, meaning every year you're going to get one road team, if not more than one road team, winning in the divisional round. I'd have to go up and look to see when was the last time if at all it's ever happened, we're all four home teams have won in this round. Last year, Buffalo losing to Cincinnati. And if I just looked at the four road teams, which one is the most likely to pull it off? Hands down, it's Kansas City, honestly. Like, like of the other three games, Green Bay at San Francisco, Tampa Bay at Detroit, and Houston at Baltimore. Alex, which of those three would you say could you see possibly the road team going in and winning? Tampa Bay at Detroit. Detroit's been a great story all season long. They played pretty well this past week. But Tampa Bay has flown under the radar all year. Baker Mayfield has been playing incredibly well. And Todd Bowles has proven himself as a quality head coach, really uh, riding the ship there after Tom Brady's departure. And like I said, bringing in Mayfield and guiding that team to a playoff victory. I'm mighty impressed with what he's been able to do with that team this year. And like I said, a great story with the Lions, but... Jared Goff is is an elite quarterback in this league, and there have been some chinks in the armor for Detroit, particularly on the defensive side of the ball this year. So I think there's the door remains open for Tampa Bay to steal that game. And what about that uh, matchup between Baltimore and Houston? I mean, we're not allowed to look, or the players aren't allowed to look ahead. We certainly can kind of dream and wonder what an AFC championship in Orchard Park might look like if Houston were to go into Baltimore and upset the Ravens. What are your thoughts on the other AFC divisional round matchup, Alex? Yeah, the way that C.J. Stroud is playing and, and the way that he played this past week against the Browns, a team that had been playing exceptionally well defensively all season, a lot of a lot was said about Joe Flacco's resurgence, but it was really that defense that carried the way for Cleveland all season. And to watch C.J. Stroud just go in there and, and really pick him apart, I know that they had two defensive touchdowns during that game, but Stroud played well as well. And I don't know. It's tough to say that you'd be more fearful of the Texans than the number one seed Baltimore Ravens, but boy, oh boy, C.J. Stroud just... I, I mentioned it before, strikes some fear into me. He, he does as, 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 a, as someone who has to analyze the game in terms of looking at it from a Bills perspective. If I'm the Bills, I do not want to catch C.J. Stroud in a game in the playoffs because he can just go off at any moment while Lamar Jackson, certainly a talent in his own right. What C.J. Stroud has been able to do with his arm this year has just been unbelievable. In the same vein, the Ravens have been a quality team all season, well-coached under John Harbaugh. And Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. He's a dual threat and certainly don't want to overlook them. But I look at the Houston Texans as a team that, if I were the Bills, I would not want to play in that conference championship with all the momentum they would have gained going into that game. How much snow did you get uh, in Batavia, Alex? A, a lot uh, around the game earlier this week but not not as much these past couple of days it's it's really stuck in in, in buffalo but 
leading into the game, it was not quite as much as in Orchard Park and the South Towns and, and maybe even some of the North Towns up in Buffalo, but we got hit pretty hard. I posted a video uh, on Sunday to my social media, and I said it wasn't only Buffalo that got hit. I was on Ellicott Street in Batavia, which is one of our main drags, and you really couldn't see past about a quarter mile, and the plows had created about a foot-high snow drift in the middle of the street, Jeez. so... It was, it, it was a concern, but I was able to get to and from the game with no trouble. How much of a concern do you think uh, all the snow that Buffalo's getting this week is going to be come Sunday? And it feels as if we're, we're just waiting uh, for the Bills to make the call for more shovelers to come out and dig out the stadium here for this weekend. Right. I saw the snow removal team there today clearing snow from the parking lot, and the mounds created already with more snow on the way. The mounds were already about 20 feet high, so they're going to have to not only plow the snow but remove it from the from the area around Highmark Stadium. I know they did a shuttle service this past week from uh, I can't remember where it was from now off the top of my head. Uh, but I, I, oh, the, the uh, McKinley Mall I believe they did a shuttle service for Bills fans due to parking being limited due to lack of snow removal but I don't think it'll be concerned come game time outside of perhaps the fans having to sit in some snow piles. I think we're going to get the majority of it over the next couple of days, if not all of it over the next couple of days. But the concern on the bill side is, will they be able to congregate for practice tomorrow and Friday? Today, I know it was a concern. Sean McDermott did say that all the players and coaches and everybody were able to make their way to the stadium. But with a lot of snow on its way tonight and into tomorrow morning, that remains to be seen whether or not the entire team will be able to make it tomorrow. Josh Allen was asked if he had to elicit the services or solicit, I should say, the services of uh, Squirrel, uh, Plower Extraordinary, <laughs> says that he has not had to make the call to, to Squirrel. No Squirrel yet for Josh Allen. Now, if a certain pop star wanted to show up for this game, I'm trying to figure this out. And Alex, you may know the stadium better than I do. It's not exactly a VIP entrance uh, to the stadium. And correct me if I'm wrong, like, how would you come in? And I'm thinking really the only way would actually be for the players in the tunnel. And then you kind of take the elevator up and then maybe you watch the game from the old administrative building. But otherwise, um, that pop star would have to, like, walk through and the stadium like the common folk here. Yeah, I can't see Taylor Swift checking in at gate two and waiting in line with Joe and Chip and elbow to elbow and pushing and shoving to get there, her best spot in line. Why no. not? Isn't I, she, isn't she a woman of the people? I thought she was, she's just like everybody no, else. She's I, just I, the girl next I, door. I'm being serious danger. I don't like Alex. Do you, <laughs> there isn't a VIP entrance. Well, first of all, danger, you know, better than all of us. Fame talks, my friend, the same talk you and rubbing elbows with, uh, Doja Cat. I, I can't even. Be, yeah, I can't even begin to name all the, all the celebrities. But he you know turned down Justin I, Timberlake. Fame. He could have been with Timberlake last Friday, Alex. We we're ready to have you in, and then Danger's like, you know what? I'd rather do the sports bar. That's the man he is. <laughs> yeah, smart move, guys. So, well, I just up, wanted to be able to say, "Hey, big time, Justin Timberlake." Yeah, right, right. offered to I mean, hang out with Justin Timberlake. Now, nah, good, thanks. <laughs> that that guy's washed up. I was always a Backstreet Boys guy, anyway. But at the stadium, I think for the celebrities, where they'll have them come in is exactly what you said. Through the tunnel where the players come in uh, this past game, Jordan Phillips, who was still on the IR, still is on the IR. He could have had his IR window open today. The Bills decided not to. That's a different story. But he brought his family in through the tunnel entrance. So although Taylor Swift not technically a family member of a Chiefs player, I would imagine that's where we see her enter the stadium if she does make her way to Orchard Park. Look at if, if they're doing it right, okay. If if the Pagulas and if the Bills organization are doing it right, they will put her where she deserves to be. Give her the Takeo Spikes treatment and put her in that suite that you can't see out of. That's the move if you're the Buffalo Bills. There's no doubt, and and maybe even better find a way to to make like kind of like it was in in uh for their game in Arrowhead this past week fog up those windows <laughs> so you control the broadcast so you can't you can't show her on the broadcast mm. I, I think that's really 
uh, what's gotten everybody up in arms, particularly opposing teams fans. So I think that would be a good troll job by oh, the no. Bills if they oh, no. somehow <laughs> fogged up the windows. What if we get like the snow just to melt a little bit? Because this past week, like, why weren't there more snow? It's very tough to pack that snow when it's that cold and powdery. Could you see Bill's Mafia throwing snowballs in the direction? No, no, no. That now you're taking it too far. In the direction of Taylor Swift? Yes. How dare you? That's royalty. I would not. I would absolutely not put it past Bill's Mafia. We've seen them throw uh, sex toys onto the field before. So (laughs) I think it's anything. Certainly not out of the realm of possibility. We're so celebrity starved in our community, right? We want so badly to be to have celebrities like give us our shine, and then when they come to to Western New York, we pelt them with snowballs. That's not very nice. That's that's American royalty. I'm I'm not suggesting. I'm just wondering would that actually happen. I don't foresee it happening. I think she has a lot of fans up here, and it would be really a, a really bad thing for Bill's Mafia if they took the crown from Philadelphia fans. They threw the snowballs at Santa. I think throwing them at, at Taylor Swift would be just a bit worse. Yeah, that would be yeah. it. That would be it. We would be scarred as a fan base forever. The, the fans that threw, that dared to throw snow at Taylor Swift. If it starts going south, Angel. What a bunch of yeah. savages. They got to get Taylor Swift out of the stadium or the cloak of darkness. Taylor, Taylor, don't come. Stay at home. Bill's, team's, yeah. Bill's, Ma- Bill's Mafia versus the Swifties is the matchup we all desperately need. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex, what are you working on at Bill's Digest? The Batavia Daily News here leading up to uh, Sunday's kickoff that we can check out. Divisional round preview coming out tomorrow morning for Bill's Digest. I'm going to wrap it up as soon as I get off the phone with you guys. Still got plenty of work to be done. And then the layout process begins. Brian Spindler does a great job with that. So we'll have that ready for our subscribers tomorrow. I will be sending out a tweet later tonight with a link for all those who would like to subscribe. This will be a digital-only issue and a bonus issue for all of our subscribers. Typically, the subscription consists of seven issues throughout the season. Those all hard copy delivered to you. But during the postseason, we do a preview for each game. And then if the Bills are to reach the Super Bowl, we will do a bonus hard copy issue as well. So Bills Digest. And then also the Batavia Daily News. You can log on to the dailynewsonline.com. Myself and A.J. Sabolski are continuing to pump out the coverage really every day and, and hopeful for the season to continue so we can keep bringing Bills fans what they love to read. Doing a great job, man. Appreciate the coverage. Thanks for the time this afternoon, and let's catch up soon. Appreciate you guys. Got it. Thanks, Alex. Alex. You can read his work, Bills Digest, the Batavia Daily News, covering the Buffalo Bills. Always love having Brasky on with us. You can't throw snowballs at Taylor Swift. Come on. No, no nor should you. Nor should you throw them on the field. No. Nowhere. But I no. just wanted to point out, it's not like all of a sudden everybody was more well-behaved. No, that, that was not packing snow this past Sunday on order. No, but the, the snow explosions on TV, at least, looked wild. That's cool. That like, was yeah, pretty just, cool. Yeah, throw up the snow in the yes. area. Yes, I don't know that, that you'll always have the... the proper elements for what you had. I mean, it was cold and, and you did, you had that lighter snow that would go up in the air and you weren't able to really pack it. Maybe some ice chunks that you're dealing with there, yeah. which could get dangerous. I'm but. hoping that by the time Sunday comes around, or I let the snow come in 48 hours, maybe a couple sunny days. The place is clear. Um, no sounder on this one. We have breaking news in the sports bar. Um, this is from the NBA. So, the Golden State Warriors uh, were playing in Utah. Utah putting out a statement today that the game postponed. Nothing to do with weather. It's saying that it was due to a medical emergency uh, with the Warriors. So the Warriors had a team dinner last night, um, eating out downtown Salt Lake City. Players, coaches, everyone there. And their assistant coach, now we learned, um, had a heart attack. Mm. Um, so this morning, or just uh, moments ago, they announced that uh, Dejan Milovic, uh passed away, 46. Mm. Danger, team dinner. Everybody saw this happen. Ugh. Heart attack at the team dinner. At 46. And Ugh. he is uh, he's really tight with Donchick. So that's uh, the connection there. That's terrible yeah. news. Hate that. And uh, 46, obviously, stating the obvious. It's too young, man. 46, the ticker. Yeah. And meanwhile, here I am making poor decisions, eating a throughway <laughs> stop at 1030 on a Tuesday night in the dead of winter. 
we'll get to I'll drink to that next. We've got some takes on tap, including some uh, movement in the NBA. I've got a take on the Indiana Pacers who made a trade. I don't know that I would call it significant, but it's a trade, and we'll discuss. The NFL is coming after the NBA hard. I see another opportunity for them just to kind of stomp on them just a little bit and show that they are the kings of the sports world once and for all. And then this this piece of audio went viral today, and then you turn out, like, fact check. Oh, wait a second. This wasn't from last night, but... Danger, you be the judge. It's just so good, and we love ourselves some fine audio here mm. in the sports bar. We'll play this exchange for you. All right, we'll get to that and more next. Jay Binkley from 610 Sports in Kansas City, our Odyssey Sports sister station, joins us at 425 as well. We'll get the latest out of Kansas City as they prepare for the Buffalo Bills. You can join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line. That's 866-4FAN. Fire up your next party, work event, or function with award-winning barbecue catered from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub. Good Smoke Barbecue's mouth-watering pulled pork, savory ribs, and tender brisket will create an authentic slow-smoked barbecue fest for your guests. For any event, Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub delivers the perfect blend of barbecue flavor for you and your guests. The service you expect, visit GoodSmokeBBQ.com. GoodSmokeBBQ.com. For the catering menu and order form, Good Smoke Barbecue Pub, modern barbecue experts at 135 West Commercial Street in ER, and Good Smoke BBQ. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.